0: Thanks for joining me here on conversations for yoga teachers i'm your host karen fabian the founder of bare bones yoga i'm an experienced registered yoga teacher with over 15 years of teaching experience a certified personal trainer and an entrepreneur my mission is this to help you develop into a purpose-driven confident yoga teacher one who truly understands anatomy and how to share it clearly and confidently so that you can help your students learn and as a result, grow your impact and connection. I strongly support and value the uniqueness of all individuals and provide a safe community where diversity is embraced. Through my mentorship and signature program called the Blueprint Learning Program, I help yoga teachers build their skills in the area of learning anatomy and along with that, help them learn important business skills and personal development ways of being that will transform them into purpose-driven teachers who make a big impact on the podcast here you'll get a blend of both anatomy learning stories from teachers interviews with others in the field and a dose of personal development for more information and to get on the wait list for any of my programs see my website barebonesyoga.com Everybody, welcome to Conversations for Yoga Teachers. I'm your host, Karen Fabian, and this is episode 196. So I'm recording this on July 18th, 2022. This is an interview episode, and I did the interview with uh, this yoga teacher last week. So I'm just doing a little quick intro here and I'll tell you more about that in a moment. I wanted to start out this week's episode by number one, thanking you for listening, whether you're a new listener or someone who's been listening for a while, I really appreciate it. And I hope that you enjoy this episode and you'll come back for more. I also wanted to invite you to class all uh, this week as I do every week, I'm hosting free virtual classes and they're just 30 minutes long. So really easy to fit into your schedule, hopefully. And um, you can find the schedule right on my website, barebonesyoga.com, on the virtual classes page. I also added last week a new section to the website that is a recorded workshop page. There's one workshop up there now on effective cueing techniques, and I'll be adding more along the way. So you can definitely visit that for ongoing information about teaching and teaching skills. And all the workshops are under an hour. So, again, just... Being aware of how busy everybody is, and just I'm really trying to provide things that you can kind of fit in your day. Um, and then the last thing is last week I did an episode on mindset, and this is kind of an under discussed aspect of teaching from a skill set perspective, and it's really, really important. Um, not just that we have a healthy mindset in general, there are just really specific techniques that have to do with teaching. So I did a whole episode on that last week and it came with a PDF guide that you can download. So I'm also going to include in this week's episode, show notes, a link to that PDF guide. So all you need to do to get it is visit my website, go to the podcast page, pick this episode, and you'll see in the show notes, the link is there. Also, you can email me or DM me on Instagram, and I can also just send you the link that way. So today you're going to meet yoga teacher, Crystal Hoyos. Crystal is in my program. She recently graduated. My program is the Yoga Anatomy Blueprint Learning Program. And I was just so impressed and inspired working with Crystal. I learned about her along the way as we were working together as she was going through the program. And I really wanted to share her story with you because she just has such a great attitude. She also happens to be an entrepreneur. She runs her own salon. And so yoga teaching is something she does in addition to that. And I always feel like you need to have a little bit of entrepreneurial spirit to be a yoga teacher because you're sort of out there on your own creating opportunities. And that's definitely where Crystal wants to go with her teaching. And she just has a lot of just good attitude, good approaches to learning, coachable, looking to learn, looking to grow. She's just a very positive person. So I wanted to get her on the show. So with that, we are going to hop over to that episode, which you will hear
1: right now. Oh, my gosh, there you are. <laughs> can you hear me?
0: Yes, I can hear you. Perfect. That's great.
1: <laughs> OK, good.
0: <laughs> we were just in the online class together. I forgot to say, I'll see you in about an hour and a half. Oh, yeah. <laughs> got off the When we logged out of the virtual class, I
1: thought, oh, yeah, I'm going to see her again. Otherwise, I would <laughs> see you shortly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I'm out on a walk up here. It's nice. So I was like, oh, oh my I like gosh. Zoomer when I'm walking. It looks beautiful. Wow. I know. Finally. I mean, yeah. we've been having issues with smoke because all the fires we're having here in Alaska. Right. So. Right.
0: Wow. Unbelievable. Is your area safe?
1: Uh, so far, yeah. But like people that we know that have like cabins and things like that, a lot of them are getting notices that they're on watch, you know? Yep. So, but so far, you know, haven't heard of any casualties or anything like that. So that's good. That is good.
0: Um, You're actually the first person I've ever had on the podcast who lives in Alaska. So this is a oh nice first, yeah, yeah, yeah. So (laughs) um, thank you so much for taking some time to be on with me today. Like I said in the email, when we had our call last week, if I guess it guess it was last week, when you completed the Yoga Anatomy Blueprint Learning Program, there were so many things that you said that I that really just resonated with me as a teacher. Mm -hmm. And I thought um, it would be so great to sort of walk through what you experienced. Not so much, I mean, I don't necessarily mean in in regards to the program, but more about your own shift that you experienced
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and how you feel now compared to how you felt at the beginning, especially because one of the things that I loved that you mentioned when you wrote your review of the program, which thank you so much for that. I'm so glad mm-hmm. that you had such a great experience is that you'd actually taken both a 200 hour and a 300 hour, mm-hmm. which I've had several teachers who have done that. And then through a variety of ways, they find me, they enroll in my program. And I think, Would love to have your thoughts on that sequence because I feel like so many teachers are sort of feeling like there's just one path that they should Mm -hmm. follow and they kind of might feel a certain way about missing a piece of information. However, at the same time, they sort of look out in the landscape of the industry and they feel like well, I did the 200. So I guess I got to do a 300 or I guess yeah. I gotta do a 500. And then maybe they'll be done with that. Spend the time, spend the money and still be sort of scratching their right. head. Like that wasn't really exactly what I needed. And I'm just feeling like that would be interesting to me to hear your experience there. So I know that's a lot. I wanted to kind of give a setup both for you and for the people listening so that they have an idea of where we're gonna go. So maybe a good place to start, we mentioned you're in Alaska, you know, and I think a good place to start is just give us an idea of how you found yoga as a practitioner before you decided to explore teaching yoga, or even maybe, and you'll explain this, I'm sure, maybe you went into your trainings initially, not knowing that you wanted to teach, maybe there was another motivation. So just give us some sense of how did you find yourself taking yoga classes as a student?
1: Okay. Um, well, I started many, many years ago, like 20 something years ago. Um, just uh, I, I think I came across the Rodney Yee and I had a video on and just going through and I've never experienced yoga before, but um, I had on TV of course, and I was trying to do it, but I had no clue of what in the world yoga was. So I had to keep looking up at the, you know, at the screen and like seeing what he was talking about. And I was like, oh my goodness, this, my neck was hurting and everything. And I was like, so I was like, uh, this ain't working too well. And then, then I started to go to classes And, um, and those, those were good. It gave me kind of like an open experience of things, but, um, though, yeah, those were fine, but I think I was still, I don't know. I wasn't really still familiar with yoga. And so I kind of got, um, something to kind of teach me a little bit about just the basic, you know, um, the, the movements and stuff. And so I just kept going to classes, but, um, my time, I couldn't really fit it into my schedule because a lot of, you know, they have classes on certain times, and especially in you know, Alaska it's like, there's only so many classes you could choose from, right. you know? So that was kind of hard for me to keep a constant yoga practice for myself. So then of course, um, I was looking at, at, this was before the internet. So we have like, you know, so I'd go and get videos and things like that. And yeah. again, trying to look at the screen, um, to see what's going on. And, and then of course, over time, um, the, uh, so I never really got to get a continuous practice because I would have to go to class because I, I didn't know myself personally right. how to do yoga or anything about it. So then I, um, uh, then the internet came along. And again, um, the big changing point on deciding to do, uh, my training wasn't ever about teaching it was more of a for myself because doing it on the internet you know the connection would pause and I'm sitting here like a down dog or something all of a sudden I'm like I can't hear anything I'm like okay I've been here for a while I look at the screen and it's just like going around and around and I was like ah so then I like you know mess and I get down and I like have to wait and I was thinking man I was like if I could just learn how to do it myself then I wouldn't have to you know deal with that you know, so that was the starting of, you know, doing the training. And of course we don't have a big selection for training here in Alaska, but then one of my clients had just recently gone through a training. And I mean, I had no clue that there was even, that wasn't even an option, you know, to get trained to be a yoga teacher. And so she had gone through the training and I'm like, huh, that sounds like a pretty good idea, you know, but then I had to fit it in my schedule, you know, because it was in person you right. know, and that was hard, you know, being, you know, working and kids and, you know, all that stuff. And so I ended up making it work because I really wanted to do it. So I went through my 200 hour. And, um, and again, I was just kind of doing it for myself. But of course, we learned to teach. Right. So it was like, so through the teaching, um, they're teaching, you know, to teach, you know, so I was like, ah, oh, and then and that was like a big thing. Because in my brain, I was like, I want to know what I'm talking about when I'm, you know, teaching, if that's, if, if that's something I'm going to do later and you know, so over time through that 200 hour training, it, it ended up, well, I'm like, well, maybe, maybe I can look into like, because I find such a benefit from it. And I mean, I am a hairdresser. So I work with a lot of people and I hear a lot of people say, oh yeah, you know, I'd love to do yoga, but you know, going to a class, I just don't know what I'm doing and stuff. Right. So that kind of inspired me to kind of do more of a one on one. I still wasn't comfortable, in, you know, to do like a group, you know, because for me, it's like I really want to help somebody individually to like open up their eyes to what yoga has to offer and feel comfortable. So maybe they do go to a class, you know, eventually, you know, yeah. and feel comfortable, you know. So that was, that was kind of how I started. Um, you know, and then eventually went into the teaching part of it. And then, so. And then
0: how did you end up taking a 300 hour? What sort of moment Um,
1: there? Again, because I just didn't feel, I felt like I needed more, you know, it's like, I just didn't feel like I was where I was. I didn't feel comfortable with the knowledge I had at the time, um, just to like, to teach at the level of knowledge I had at the time at the 200 level. Mm Um, yeah, I just I didn't. You know, it was kind of one of those things like where um exactly like you said before where you're just repeating what you were taught and you just like what 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 am I saying? You know, and I didn't feel comfortable, especially if it was like I'm telling them, you know, or like modifications. I was like, you know, how to look at somebody, I mean, gosh, when I went to two hundred uh my two hundred level and I had to practice with my my niece who's a teenager. And that was so hard because I was like in my brain, I was like, you know, just to forward fold and she was like Oh my god, you look like a rainbow, and I'm like, I was like, how do I, what's going on in her body that uh, that I yeah. can help her to, you know, adjust or modify anything? And I was like, I was clueless. I was like, what is her body doing that, you know, she looks like that? You so know, she had like
0: a really big round in her back. In
1: her back, yeah. I, yeah like, I can oh imagine. Be like
0: God, that is like, what do I do? What is happening? Yes, I, yes, I totally imagine. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Okay, And so,
1: and at the time I was done with that. And I, again, I still, I searched and searched. I was like looking up books. I had like all kinds of books to help me with, you know, the, like, yo, I was like, I got a, a doggone library of like yoga books and stuff. And, but like, you know, picking this, picking that, but it still was like nothing was. Yeah, I don't know how to explain that, but um, it, yeah, nothing really gave me that final knowledge of what I was looking for and what did I need to be able to feel comfortable about teaching somebody or helping them, you know, through their practice, you know, other than like, I know a lot of times in the beginning, like a 200 hour, they're like, well, just, you know, you know, like tell them to, you know, move out of the pose or, you know, this, just like basic stuff. And I was like, well, oh, like. Yeah. so, so yeah, that it was
0: More kind of- specific or more customized. to them? Yeah,
1: exactly. And then yeah, so yeah. during COVID, actually, my yoga teacher for my 200 hour told me about the, um, the online for the 300. And she's like, Oh, you should, you know, check it out. And then at the time, they were having you finish it by a certain time. And it was like, only a few months. And I was like, Oh, my gosh, I don't have time to try to get that done. But through COVID, they kept, they kept um, pushing it further and further. you know, to, to complete it. So that, that, yeah, that was definitely, that helped. So I did sign up for it and finish that. And again, still, and that one covered a lot of different stuff again, you know, they very, they skim the surface of the anatomy. So, um, so yeah, again, it, it kind of opened different parts, you know, like the yoga nidra and, you know, accessible yoga. So it kind of covered a wide range, but just a little tiny bit of it. Right. You know, right. so if you wanted to learn more, you'd have to go into that specific course, you know, later if you wanted to. Right. So again, my anatomy knowledge was still kind of where it was before. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So I find that interesting, too, because even with the 200 hour, um, it is sort of a blend of a whole bunch of different topics. It's kind of like the big yeah. menu when you go in to have brunch and you get that big menu book and yeah. it's all these different things. And maybe you really want to look into one particular area, but you're not really getting that in either of those formats. So yeah. it sounds like for you, you went into the 300 hour, the format kind of worked because it was COVID and, mm-hmm. times and you could do it online. So maybe there was a little more flexibility there. However, it still didn't exactly meet the need of what you were trying to learn. And the only reason I'm sort of focusing on this right now is because If there are teachers out there listening right now, and they're on the precipice of enrolling in a 300 hour because they feel like, and maybe it's not anatomy, maybe it's another subject, but Mm -hmm. especially if it's learning anatomy, I just it really um, it really bums me out, for lack of a better term, when people just sort of give their money away to something that's not really going to meet their need. However, they're kind of thinking this is the only path there is Mm -hmm. and knowing, you know, kind of what, you know, it's not like the learning you got was not helpful to you and your growth. It's just that maybe the more urgent need would have been at that point to mm-hmm. get the anatomy knowledge, to get that as part of the fundamental foundation, and then go on to taking a 300 hour and filling in with all these other components. Would you, right. you know, in retrospect, that might've been. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, what's done is done. And now you have all this, you know, <laughs> great foundation built. So then we connect, you enroll in the program. Can you share a little bit Because I know there are a lot of teachers who have this mindset that they can't really learn anatomy, the little bit they got, or even the the heavy focus they got maybe in their 200 hour, maybe reinforced some perceptions they have about themselves, that it's really hard to learn it. Can you share a little bit when you started my program, kind of where were you at on that scale? If it's like, hey, I'm totally psyched. I know I can do this Mm -hmm. all the way to... I'm not really sure, I'm not science-minded, I really don't think I can learn anatomy. Where Mm -hmm. were you sort of at on that scale?
1: Um, I know anatomy, I mean, I've always kind of been interested in the anatomy part of it. um, And I knew there was gonna be lots of stuff that has to do, you know, um, our bodies are crazy. Yeah, (laughs) a lot of stuff to learn. However, when you focused on the major parts, you know, like major, you know, yoga, movement parts yeah. that kind of like okay good we're not going to cover everything <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, yeah. It, and it's great because like when i was saying um like those books that you know the yoga anatomy books and things they kind of cover like every every part of the body that is affected in a pose and i was like holy smokes that's a lot and i was like if i had to learn all that i was like
0: i'm right. in trouble
1: <laughs> right but, and that's what i really that right i really liked about your program too is because okay we are focusing right now on the major movements of the, you know, in these poses. So that really helped. And then if I want to learn more stuff later, that's, that's later. But what I needed right now is, yeah, is just, yeah, the major muscles and, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, So that was good. And then also the timeline, I mean, uh, the program, like, like it was said, you could either finish it in a certain amount of time or you could take your time. So that really helped because a lot of times if it's a time limit, it's like hard, but I was like totally gung ho in the beginning. So, and again, it's um, everybody's got different learning skills, right. you know, like learning things. And I'm again, a visual one. So I really enjoyed a lot of your videos because the videos of you talking through um, what I just read was like super good because it kind of reinforced it. And at the end of the program um, all the videos I keep watching recently, um, really, really helps to reinforce, you know, the, what I studied. So like for me, the visual part and seeing, you know, and talking about all that stuff really like, you know, over and over reinforces things in my head, um, of that. Um, so yeah. And then I had, I have a app it's that, I don't know if you've seen it. It's a, uh, Oh, human anatomy or human something. It's almost like a medical app. Yeah. But I love that too, because I I would, again, visual, I went in there and I was like, okay, they have one part that says like muscle action and like, you know, it'll show like your arm, like an extension and they could really zoom in and you could see and like touch the muscle that, okay, that's being, that's what that is. So again, my visual, you know, learning here, you know, so all of that, you just kind of find what your learning, you know, ways are. Right. And I'm like, anybody, I, anybody's got to be able to, you know, just find their learning technique and go right. from there. I was right. like, right. right. So,
0: one of the things I really enjoyed about working with you in the program is when we would get together for the coaching calls, mm-hmm. I, where you're talking about how people learn. Mm-hmm. I would love to get your perspective on how that format of having, not just an online course to look at, Mm -hmm. also having a chance to get together live. How did that kind of help
1: you as a learner? Like our coaching calls, that part of it? Yeah, that's part part of the whole thing. Oh, that's great. Because, you know, during the time that I'm studying, have questions, you know, I'd write that down. So when we do have our coaching calls, I'm like, okay, I got to touch, touch base on this and this, and you would like cover all that stuff, which is great. And I was like, the first time I emailed you, it was funny because I was like, I got like something right back. And I was like, whoa, I was like, dang, she's like on top of it. And that's what I really loved about it too, is because you're so, I mean, you're like, like right here, yeah. you know? So doing it online and stuff was not a problem, yeah. you know? And like I said, I mean, you're over way on the other side of the world here, practically. And it just like, seems like you're like in another world. So it's like, huh, maybe she'll, you know, come across my email in a week or so. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, no, but no. no, you're like that. You're like super on top of your, you know, your emails and stuff, which was really great. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, I always got a response really quick from you. Like if I had a last minute, you know, question or I forgot something. Yeah. You know, I was like, so really good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think too, I feel like there is this perception that when you invest in something that's online, even uh-huh. with COVID, we've gotten more used to doing things online. I sort of feel like people worry that it's out in the ether, even when they like, Purchase something, invest in something, and they put their credit card number in. I sort of feel like they might feel like there's really no connection to a human yeah, being with that. Totally. And so that's why, for me, it's really important to get right back so that it's exactly feel as much as if we were in person as possible. Totally.
1: Totally. Oh, like, I'm even sorry. that 300 hour I did, it was, uh, we had um, like. I guess like that, like coaches, you know, each person had like different oh, coaches, right. but, yeah. but still, I mean, I and mean, that was great, but there was a lot of, um, and I don't know, it's like, I was, I don't know, like you said, it's your, the connection with you specifically was just like you said, it was almost like, you know, you're my neighbor or something or I knew wow. you before. I'm like, Hey, how's it going? Yeah. So yeah. Exactly. The first time I was like, when I signed up, I was like, huh, I was like, it's still, you know, when you sign up for stuff like that, I'm like, is she for real? Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it is funny because when you talk about the distance, I mean, one of the other teachers I was talking to, and she'll actually be on the podcast Monday. Your episode will go live the following Monday. She's in Germany and she'll say to me, I can't believe I get emails from you, you know, pretty quickly. And, you know, you're actually five hours behind me. But that's actually good because when she's emailing me, it's later in her day and it's earlier in my day. So, well, I'm glad that was helpful for you. And I think, The message that I want listeners to take from this part of the conversation is, you know, to sort of have maybe a little bit of a looser perspective, if you have the mindset that you can't learn online and I hear from some people that they say, especially in regards to any teacher training programs Teacher training programs that are online are not as helpful as programs that are in person. And I, you know, whether it's my program or somebody else's program, I can't speak for anybody else's program. Mm -hmm. I think just your experience, I hope will just give people faith that you can get quality uh, learning from online, you just have to yeah. find a good program for whatever it is, even if it's nothing yoga related for whatever it is you're trying yeah. you know, to learn. So give me an idea of when you were in the process of going through the program with me, were you finding that it was uncovering connections to what you already knew, but you never really connected the dots. Like how oh, yeah. did that show up for you? Um, Like, were you looking at certain poses that we were going over in the course and feeling uh-huh. like you sort of had a foundation, but you never really looked at that pose in the same way now that you knew what was sort of happening underneath the skin?
1: Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yes, totally, um, yeah, like before like you were saying in the thing about um uh, the reasons behind the even the reasons behind the cues oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, and I think that was that was the biggest part is um, oh, let me see, like in certain poses, again, oh, the the muscles that you're using because I don't know, you could be in a pose and you think you're using just certain muscles whether they're stretching or strengthening that was another real good um kind of eye opener was it's not always just about stretching right you know exactly and, yes yeah and i remember i was doing oh goodness what was that oh like a warrior i was doing a warrior 2 and i was i was doing a it's kind of it was like kind of educational video on a particular yeah. you know an instructor and he was saying like if you were to, if you want to activate certain muscles on your, on your arms, just like kind of like do a particular thing. And I was like, oh, so you're not just like hanging out up here, you know, with your arms. You could actually, you know, uh, do a muscle, uh, you know, right. contract a muscle, right. You know, and right. get more of the, and, and, yeah. Then, and then, uh, oh goodness, what else? Um, yeah, just like all the poses in your, your toe, I don't know how do I explain it?
0: No, I get what you're saying, especially when you think about when you just, I like how you made that distinction between, it's not always about stretching. Yeah. So many of our students will come to class and they'll sort of have that perception. I'm here in a yoga class. So I'm here to stretch because I'm tight. And that whole narrative seems to be a high motivator for people, yes, why they go to yoga, right? And um, I know, even, and you probably have experienced this too, not only in our own experience of being on the mat, but I certainly know when I've taught people who are very muscular, they mm-hmm. can't believe how challenging it is muscularly oh, yeah. to practice yoga. And totally. so, their perception of it being very stretch related quickly goes away, yes. And so, I, I love that you brought that up and just. Making the distinction between stretch and strengthen. Yeah. And what you're talking about here, you know, here I am in Warrior Two. My arms are out, uh-huh. and not just being held there by magic. You know, there's yeah. <laughs> isometric contractions happening. This yes. brings us into understanding different kinds of contractions, and right. sometimes there's shortening, and sometimes there's yes. and sometimes there is a movement, but there's still contractions to hold. Right.
1: Face. Uh, yeah. Another, uh, sorry, but another, that, that's in my head right now before I forget it is uh, um, uh like you're, we're covering, like, if you can't lift your arms a certain way, it's not. Yes. It could be, there's two things. It could be tight. You know, some muscles are tight or some muscles are weak. Yes. So. Yes.
0: Yes. And that, I think that idea of looking at an arm, which is like, and then going to the joint, which is like the shoulder. And then, okay, if I'm reaching up, I'm in shoulder flexion. If I'm reaching back, I'm in shoulder extension. What does shoulder flexion and what does shoulder extension? And now I'm looking at a joint from both sides of it. I'm not just looking at it one direction. So yes, exactly. Um, I can totally tell it's always so cool for me to talk to teachers who have been in the program and hear how they start to blend all yes. information into the conversation. So
1: right, right. So
0: let's um, just as we kind of wrap up here, just tell, um, tell me a little bit about now that you've graduated from the program, where do you kind of see yourself going from here? And how do you feel about your teaching now that you're sort of armed with this knowledge?
1: Um, I think right now I need to, um, because I got so much knowledge in my head (laughs) and I really want to share it. Like, I I think I told you about, you know, helping somebody like, um, like you're discussing like the rotator cuff. She had like problems with that. And now I'm like, I can see more, um, how to assist her in knowing, you know, some stretches and strengthening and all that stuff. So, um, and I know that day I was just like, I felt like I was like rambling on like crazy just because I wanted to share so much. So now I just need to figure out, kind of get, make myself a guideline. Okay, what do I want to share, and kind of uh, because there's so much, you know, and kind of narrow down, you know, how I want to share that, you know, with, you know, my, you know, my, my students and stuff like that. So, um, of course, I want to do that mentorship with you. So, uh, again, hopefully, I have somebody else to help me, um, like, have a guideline. Of where I could go with all this. Yeah. You know, Do you so sort
0: of see? I think from past conversations we've had, I think you have mentioned you see yourself working with people more individually versus group yes. classes. Is right. Sort of- because
1: yeah, because I mean, I don't plan to, I mean, we have our own business. We have a I have a hair salon. So I don't I don't see myself doing that, you know, the the yoga stuff I could as a job job. I mean, you know, so I gotta figure out my schedule. I mean, I have a room at my house. Conveniently, because now the kids are grown and left, you know, the house. So I use one of those rooms as my yoga studio, and I've had it set up since my two hundred hour. Because that was my intention. I was like, okay, I want to do one on ones, and um, so I just need to, um, so I just need to, um, just to figure out how to go about that with my schedule. Because I always feel like I, if I do, I guess it's the commitment of the time. I was like, okay, what, what time can I put in, you know, to uh, have like a student, you know, how, you know, so.
0: And the nice thing is though, you'll be able to totally control that, you know, you're going to accept students when you can, you can make your availability be whatever works for you. And I love that you're um, already in a service oriented profession where you see people
1: one on one. Yes. And yeah, that's a that's where I kind of realized how many people are out there that really want, you know, the benefits of your, especially lately, it seems like everybody wants to get into yoga for a yeah. Yeah. particular reason.
0: Yeah. And- I think too, though, just, I mean, the idea of working with people individually, you already know how to do that, even though yep. you're doing it now in regards to right. stylists, being a stylist, hairstylist, it still takes a certain set of skills to sort of feel comfortable being with just one person. And I think sometimes for yoga teachers, you know, going into a studio has its own set of maybe nerve wracking concerns, but working with someone one-on-one for a lot of teachers who don't have that experience and working with somebody one-on-one in another profession that might bring up just feelings of awkwardness or how do I make conversation or I feel really intense. Like I'm all over this person. they are the only ones doing yoga. And, you know, I know in my early days I felt like the person was going to feel so much intensity of the practice because they're the only one getting practice from me. Right. The teaching. And so I love, I'm sure you'll use a lot of just your interpersonal skills and all of that. So if anybody's listening to this episode, who works in a different profession, but does one-on-one in their job. I always say, when you're a yoga teacher, nothing of what you do in your quote-unquote other life gets lost. You know, like all of who you are and all of the job experience you have and all of who you are as a person, like people who maybe are full-time moms, they make great yoga teachers because they know how to give really clear instructions. And, yeah. mom and you know what I mean? That whole, we've talked about this yeah. before, the whole idea of like, go put on your shoes, go down to the car, yeah. I'll be there in front <laughs> right. of it. Like when you think about that, it's like yeah. step your right foot forward, drop your back <laughs> down, reach your arms up to the back. Oh, And it's like, maybe you don't always talk to your kids like that, But, and you're not always going to teach like that, but sometimes you are going to be really directive in your style of sharing cues because of whatever reason, maybe they seem really distracted or maybe it's the beginning and you want to build some momentum or whatever the reason is. So nothing is lost. And I love that you have that background. I'm sure that will really come to use when you get into seeing people uh, one-on-one in your house. So, um, so this is great. I'm so glad we had a chance to connect and you had a chance to share, you know, kind of your path and your journey. I I love to do these teacher spotlight episodes so I can kind of blend them in with the interviews I do and with the solo ones that I do. I just love to have other teachers hear from teachers, especially because we're all over the place. And especially now there might not be as much of a chance for people to interact. So Oh, I like your
1: you. about teachers help you know listening to the teachers that again that's always helped me too yeah. um like i was on some of your i guess the question answer things those are really helpful um on some of those like workshop ones where yeah. somebody would ask about something and you can like answer and i'm like oh yeah, yeah that's totally what i was you know. so yeah so yeah. listening to other instructors really helps too yeah
0: Absolutely. Great. Well, thank you so much. And I I just want to say too, it's so cool as you're talking, it almost looks like there's a rainbow behind you. So it's kind of like, a very oh, yeah. way the light of the phone and on the sky and everything it's like you're walking away from a rainbow <laughs> it's cool so awesome. um well thank you so much I'm so glad that we had a chance to connect this will a week from Monday this will go up and of course I'll send you the link and you can share it with your friends and family and your community and and some of your clients who maybe want to come take your yoga sessions with okay, you, you no, can yep, share it Right. With them. And um, I hope you have a wonderful weekend and I know I'll be talking to you soon.
1: Yes. Thank you so much. Okay. Have a good one. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Hi there. Well, you
0: made it to the end of the episode and now you're listening to the outro, which is amazing. Thank you so much for staying all the way until the end. So I want to just let you know that I just the other day put on my website on the events page a really cool and short, it's like 20 minutes, recorded workshop that I've done. And it covers the topic of how to provide effective cues. And this is something that I get asked about all the time. So I wanted to do a special recorded webinar workshop that You could listen to, you can watch because it is uh, an actual visual workshop as if you were there with me in the studio, Uh, or you could just listen to it. I think it's gonna be better if you actually watch it. So how you get to this is super easy. You just go to my website, which is barebonesyoga.com. And on the events page, you're going to see the schedule for the events I'm holding on any particular month. And right on that page, you'll see a link to watch the automated webinar. And I like to call them workshops because in the teacher world, yoga teacher world, that's what we call these deep dives we do into different topics. And this one is no different. So just hop over there, barebonesyoga.com, go to the events page. You can watch this uh, webinar that I recently recorded. Here we are in the middle of 2022, and it's got some really cool ideas and strategies that you can use to really build your confidence in your queuing. So once you watch that, if you have any questions, of course, just reach out to me and let me know. And I'm happy to hop on a call with you and answer whatever questions you might have. Namaste.